Welcome into Audio Bistro, episode five. We got lead singer Chuck Emery from the band Brother, Brother with a Period at the end. Chuck, how we doing, Chuck? So good. So good. Doing hot. <laughs> Love that. So uh, for some context, Brother is an indie alternative band um, out of Utah. We're diving into Utah a little bit too. I'm going to rip you apart for being in Utah, but I'm from Wisconsin, <laughs> so I have the right to rip people apart for living in weird states. Um, but, but brother, uh, lots of energetic baselines, uh, in general, just a really catchy vibe. Uh, like we talked about, I think I have like six or seven songs on Spotify that I'm just like, I just love it. Um, so pretty much every song, wildly sick. You recently had, um, I was actually looking through some stuff and I thought it was really cool. wasn't expecting this, but, um, y'all recently had some spots in Rolling Stone, Ear Milk, Billboard and Pop Sugar. I mean, like just to name a few, like my goodness, I am, uh. I'm happy to go on, but the list is long of where y'all got some spots in. Those are obviously some of the bigger the names. Um, so definitely been having some some come up almost, not even come up. You've been a band for a little bit, but um, that recognition has been awesome. I was reading through that, and it's really cool to see you guys getting some spots there. Yeah, it's fun. But um, so I'm going to rip, like I said, I'm gonna, I want to rip on y'all for Utah right away. Um, <laughs> my first question is, how would you sell someone? on living or visiting in Utah. And like I said, I'm from Wisconsin, so I don't take this yeah. personally because I lived in a, in a state that everyone considers shit and no one wants to live in. So, um, you know, I chose to move away, but I feel like Utah has a similar connotation. So elevator pitch me Utah. Oh, no, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> you don't know You don't know why you say in Utah either? <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. Look, it's comfortable. That's all I got to say. For sure. There's a, there's a, they have Walmarts on every corner, basically. Badass. Uh, if you're looking for religion, this is the place to go, I guess. For, and, uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a good way to look at it. Post Malone lives here. Uh, oh, does he really? I'm sure he's got houses yeah. in a lot of spots. Is he like, I don't even know. Is he from Utah? No, he's not. But his like main house is uh, really here. It's like in it's called Park City. It's like the big ski town, but that's where all like the rich okay. people live. Um, oh. Somebody found his house though, and so he moved, and nobody knows where he lives now. But... Would have done that same thing yeah damn but that's an, that's an interesting little artifact i would not have guessed post malone i mean besides just shack up in utah i mean cool there's a there's like some really cool ties to utah like olivia rodrigo has ties to utah okay and this is uh robin williams uh rest in peace yep r.i.p uh, love uh, you in, in utah as well but that's fair. I'm, I love hiking, so I figured at the very least, I'm, I'm sure some bandmates do some hiking. If anyone hasn't uh, noticed, Brother is not just Chuck. So there are <laughs> other bandmates of Brother. Chuck is just here representing the band, putting his good face to it. Um, but, like, you know, let's let's talk about Brother really quick. Um, yeah. What's been... Y'all have been together for about seven-ish years now. At least you've been releasing music on Spotify for seven years about. Um, so I guess what's kind of been the formula behind the band that's, you know, started to get you releasing the music together and it's got you going seven years strong releasing music. Yeah. So Brothers started as a solo project that I was doing back in 2013. Um, I graduated high school and I was just recording anytime I could get money, I would go over to like the local studio and, and hash something out. I usually only had money for like an hour and the, the guys always took it as a challenge like hey we're gonna record this in one hour and we're gonna do everything in one hour so everybody just went ham it was like me and two other guys like the studio guys um i used to live in southern utah where i was doing that on my own and i moved up to northern utah uh where i met up with the rest of the band um so nathan and erica so they play guitar uh nathan plays keys and guitar uh 
we've been playing together for a long time. Uh, the drummer Scott and bassist Eli, they were in another band of ours, or a friend of ours, um, that we used to tour with a lot, a band called Grey Glass. Uh, but they're like insane musicians. But we took on Scott because uh, we needed a drummer. Uh, and then Eli joined a little bit later. And we've been going strong like that for the past two years, two and a half years. Two and a half. All right. So yeah. what, what about before that? What was, like I said, if, if, I mean, I, was it, is that just recently in terms of the last folks have been joining like two and a half years ago? The last yeah, two, two and a half years was when Eli joined. So the okay. bassist. Okay. So that, makes, that makes sense. Yeah, before him, Erica and Nate would switch off playing bass and guitar. Um, before we added the drummer, Nathan used to play drums. Uh, okay. So we kind of have just been like moving around and trying out different things. And this is a lineup that really works, works. well. So It works. Who brings, who brings the most energy? Um, I would say Scott the drummer. He's a... Uh, Fits when, the profile. <laughs> oh, dude, drummers, they, they go ham when they need to hit something. They're just... Oh, do you ever it. let him do you let him have like a, a badass drum solo like school of rock type of drum solo so all the time his favorite movie is actually school of rock and so hell yeah uh, <laughs> we we had a show just barely and it was on his birthday um and i do this to him all the time like when we have a longer set um during a show where i'll just say like hey give us like a minute drum solo uh sometimes i'll give him two but yeah he usually goes ham on that so that's awesome i love that yeah, yeah um a really odd question do y'all ever watch uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Uh, I have, and I know that some other members have. Okay, before, but... so that's going to lead into this question. A lot coming from Brother Lately has been like really yellow. There's been a lot of yellow and bright colors surrounding your profile lately. And then <laughs> yeah. my dumb brain just randomly goes like, oh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia just randomly starts popping up in my head when I see that for uh-huh. no good reason. But it got me thinking, like, is there someone in the band who has, like, that wild card, Charlie Kelly type of wild card personality where you just don't know what you can get out of them? Um, I Probably Erica has the most wild card. Would she it, approve of you saying that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Erica? <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we all have a little bit of... And the reason I ask is just, I mean, if anyone goes and browses your Instagram, I mean, y'all are out there, y'all yourselves, and, you know, it's a fun Mm -hmm. page to scroll through. You know, I know I've just seen some pictures, you're doing goofy shit yourself, so I was like, maybe there's a wild card of that group that just has done something just obviously ridiculous, or you just don't know what you're going to get out of them. Yeah. Um, But sorry, again, that's just where my dumb brain goes when I see all your really vibrant yellow. Is there a reason behind all the yellow recently? It was was kind of like a, what's it called, a rebrand. Okay. uh, To where, like, one of our goals was, or I guess the top goal was everything we're going to do is gold standard. Like it's going to be top of the pops, top notch, like everything we do. So not just music, but music videos, photos, everything. And then that just translated into like, why don't we just turn everything gold or yellow? Uh, ended up being more of a honey mustard, but that kind of just, I'm down with honey mustard. (laughs) Yeah. I love honey mustard. I love honey mustard. Um, I was curious about that. I mean, it's just been, it's something I noticed was new. I didn't know if there's a reason behind it. So it's kind of cool that there's actually a story behind all the yeah. yellow. Um, so then let's, let's kind of recap your, um, it's been a hell of a 2022 so far. I mean, it's June. We're halfway through, I guess at this point, shit. Um, but it's been a crazy 2022. Let me, let me just paint the picture for everyone. Y'all toured with the band Joseph from about mm-hmm. March into May. Um, you what was it on the 11th you just played fork fest was it 11, yes. the 11th so that just in the 11th you played fork fest which is a hell of a name for a festival um <laughs> but but that's in utah and it actually looked like a pretty sick festival i won't lie 
Yeah. Um, and again, this is coming from someone who's never been to Utah. So, um, and then recently you opened in front of a sold out show um, at the Complex, right? Um, <laughs> I believe another Utah venue, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so, d- had some really like highlight moments so far. We're halfway through. You've had some really awesome moments so far. Do you think? 2022 has already given you that like defining moment as a band in the in the sense of other cool shit's gonna happen but like when you look back on 2022 you're gonna be like yeah but that was it is do you think you've come across that moment yet anything that spectacular uh i don't know i i always say like at the beginning of the year like always january 1st i'm like all right this is the year this is the year we like really blow up or the year that we get stuff done and yeah this year's I mean, every year has felt like that. Like we've done something big every single year, and this is a this year has been huge for touring. Because yeah, like we were with Joseph before we were with Joseph. We were did a little mini tour with the Plain White Tees, which was insane. Wow, um, I haven't heard that name in a long time. But yeah, that is cool yeah. as hell. <laughs> yeah, they're they're playing a lot of songs that I was like, oh, dude, I have no idea they sang this. This is crazy. Um, and uh, they they're cool. I, we we didn't talk to them too much. Just because you know the separate green rooms and all that jazz, but they got one guy on there who's super handsome. We call him Handsome Tim, and uh, <laughs> man, he's he said hi to me. He's like, "Hey, what's up?" And I shivered. I was like, "Oh, dude, why?" Because he's so damn handsome. Yeah, he was just so handsome. <laughs> all right, got me, Handsome man. Tim, playing YTs. Shout um, out, Handsome Tim. Shout out, Handsome Tim. Um, but but that's actually what I was thinking. You kind of touched on it as like 2022 has kind of felt like again not as much as a breakout year, but uh, it, it does feel like a lot is happening. It's been like, we just touched on, it. it's been a crazy start to the year. I'm not sure in past years, it's been this you know crazy to a start of a year where you've had so much. And it feels like you do have a lot of songs. And like I said, like we talked about, you know, Rolling Stone, Ear Milk's another huge, you know, mm-hmm. music blog page, Billboard. I mean, in the past, has there been this kind of much, this much traction? I think all of that was like 20, late 2021, early 2022 yeah. stuff. Has there been that much traction in the past? Or is this like all just, it's finally, like you said, you know. Yeah, it's been different. So like I said, like every year we've, there's been something that's just been really big that's kind of blown our mind. So like this 2022 has been huge for touring. Uh, 2021 was huge for releases and, mm-hmm. and press. Uh, 2020 was just trying to survive. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. 20, 2019 was was big on shows as well and our whole rebrand was then we did a little mini tour in uh the uk and uh and um no shit. london yeah we played a show in london uh we had another show in paris that got canceled but it was way fun uh it was different but it was fun it's crazy what I'm, i guess do you so you have an international following then would you say or did you uh, just go there because you got you got the inviter you, you got a plug to get you set up we mostly just I don't know. I was driving in the car with my wife and I was like, should we just go to Europe? Like, should we just do that? Cause it's like, when do bands ever get to do that? A lot of bands just sit and wait until something happens. And it's like, mm-hmm. what if we just took the initiative? So we, we basically just spammed every venue in the UK and we got a lot of bites back and some of them didn't work. Some of them did. And I don't, it, DIY touring internationally works actually. Dude, that's that is crazy. sweet. That's yeah. sweet. Um, actually, a couple episodes ago now, I had a another indie alternative band author come on, and we were talking mm-hmm. about their European tour. Same kind of thing. Like it's not a opportunity that everyone gets, so obviously we had to talk about it. Yeah. Um, you know what was kind of the the biggest takeaway from that from that uh 
those shows in London? Um, I think the biggest takeaway, the biggest takeaway for me was that it's possible. Like the thing that always gets me is, I don't know. I get a lot of bands that always ask me, they're like, Oh, you went on tour or like, you're going on tour. That's so sick. I want to go on tour. It's like, just do it. <laughs> Cause you can, like everybody can do it. I mean, it's like, if you don't have the money, like maybe don't do it. Cause then you might be shit out of luck. Like when it's all <laughs> over, but, but it's like, you want to go to Europe and play, just do it. Like you want to put on a show, just do it. That's like the big takeaway for me is literally the the slogan for Nike. Just, just do, do it. Just do it. Be careful. You're not gonna be in a band much longer. You're gonna be in Nike marketing before you know it at this point. I know. I think I just got an email actually. It's probably them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's awesome. I didn't even. I mean, I honestly didn't even know that. So that's 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 really cool that y'all got the opportunity to do that. I'm sure you're gonna do it again. What was the uh, what was like the crowd reception when they got to hear your music? Obviously, it's gonna be a a crap load of people who've never heard your music before i'm assuming yeah um what was the reception uh, really good actually it was really fun uh we played at this uh the venue we played at was called the cavendish arms so it's a bar and venue and like they're just connected mm-hmm. uh and so i mean that's a classic thing is you get drunk and listen to music and so everybody was was that digging it bad. that does not sound bad the the only sucky thing was that for, in Utah, that's another selling point is Utah has really good venues. Um, like just the sound systems, lighting and everything, like they really try to like step up the game in Utah for live music. Yeah. Um, I was noticing that through y'all's Instagram. I was like, okay, Utah, I don't know much about you besides, you know, things you t- kind of talk about, but like these venues are actually looking kind of cool. Like, like I said, yeah. Fork Fest, weird name, cool name, sick festival. <laughs> looks sick. <Yeah. laughs> and, and they've been putting on a lot of really cool things. But yeah, we went over uh to that venue in in london and they had a little tiny like four channel mixer and uh we asked the guy like hey can you do this and he's like no this is all i have and he lifts it up and shows us we're like cool and like the drums are really shitty like they're untuned and like Mm -hmm. little tiny guitar amps and everything's drier like there's no effect so your voice just sounds like drier than a fart It's, (laughs) it's insane but looking back on videos it's like that actually sounds pretty decent like it didn't yeah. sound bad so. that's awesome well i'm yeah. so you got to do that you know i would i kind of want to i'm assuming you got some videos of that on youtube maybe i don't know somewhere. i don't know if it's on youtube actually but we should maybe put Instagram. some on i was say i want to find some videos sure. of that and hopefully watch some of that or see some clips from that yeah um but so uh you kind of talked about your your big year of releasing um let's get into your newest ep volume three um, I was more curious about the reimagined part of it all. Um, yeah. so if, if you look on Spotify, it says volume three reimagine. Um, and it, and it kind of is exactly that in that it's not what your previous EP releases have been like volume one and volume two. Um, but you know, if you look at the each, if you look through volume three, each song is reimagined by either brother yourself or someone else. Um, so what kind of inspired the project to go this route? um i after like the release of our album i was just messing around with stuff because um for some of the tracks i just produced here like in my little home studio mm-hmm. um and so i was messing around with a new synth i got and i was like "Ooh, this sounds like kind of cool so i took some of the stems from one of the songs and made one and then i was like oh this would be cool like on a different thing so i grabbed another one and just kind of went crazy with them and uh some other um local artists that are friends of mine they 
came over for a party and they heard them. They're like, oh, I want to do one. So <laughs> I sent out stems to like everybody like, hey, do this, do this. Uh, do whatever you want. Just send it back. And uh, some people, theirs are really cool. Yeah, dude, I was going to say, it's really cool. It felt like an all-hands-on-deck project, you know, like yeah. I said, it's, it is different. Um, So if anyone hasn't got to check out Brother A, do that. B, check out Reimagined because it's not your normal, like, EP drop in that sense. Um, Reimagined is quite literally a good word for it, <laughs> a very good <laughs> word for it. Um, But, like, other tracks of yours, there's been a ton of traction around your your songs Easy and mm-hmm. Oxid, Oxidate. Am I saying that? Oxidate, right? Yeah. Um, but, but with all your songs is, even on this new... Uh, volume three is your writing process or the idea generation phase generally does it differ much or is your is your writing phase your early generation phase kind of the same for every song or every ep i think i think it's different per song um a lot of times what happens is i'll do a little demo probably like a first verse and a chorus um and it usually sounds like trash and then I I send it over to Nathan, who does a lot of the production. So we do most everything at his house. Uh, so like Oxidate, for example, I did a little demo. Sounds like trash. Send it over to him. And I was like, hey, you want, should we do this? Is this the thing we're doing? And he's like, turn this trash oh, into yeah. gold. Yeah, he's like, let's do it. So we Oxidate actually came out pretty quickly. It probably, I mean, a track can take anywhere from like, couple weeks to record and we did it in two days uh because we're we're stoked on it and we just like well we had everything set up so i jumped on drums real quick did that we did keys guitar acoustic guitars and then mixed it and we right after we mixed it we're like hey we should just release this (laughs) so we did and it 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 popped off and it popped off it was wonderful you bet yeah um i guess so then if you, you said every song differs a little bit uh like what is what is the general path from your songs going from idea to finished product? Like I was most curious, like, are you writing the songs? Does everyone write a song like their own? Like, what does it look like for Brandon? Um Yeah. So I'll typically write um, the songs. So I'll do like all the backbone stuff, but I'll usually write out parts too. Um, so I, I typically stay away from just doing chords and lyrics. Uh, or a melody i will typically do everything because i have most of the gear at my house so i'll do drum parts bass parts and synths and then um i'll take it to to nate and usually eli the bassist and he'll rework the bass part uh and then nate will uh rework uh drum parts or or, uh, keys parts and and everything but usually all stems from that that's sick no that's that's a it's a cool process um have you guys ever done much with in terms of like collaboration projects or like, is there a specific like collaboration you've done in the past that really stands out to you as like, like, fuck man, I love this song. Um, there's, it usually happen happens during recording. Yeah. That's like the moments I live for is like somebody does something like we're all sitting there watching them like play whatever it is. And then they'll go off and kind of do something a little like more noodly and whatever. And then we all stop and look at the person and they stop too. And everyone's like wide eyed. Like, I think that was, was that, Oh, was we that did it. it. I, I think we did it. <laughs> I think that was it. But it's usually something that's just like, well, that's cool. That's cool. Um, but there's the moments that it's like, you know, everybody knows that you hit the nail on the head that you like did the thing. Like you got, like you got the, like you got the goosebumps and everything going. So we're kind of talking about the, that feeling, you know, you got that feeling. 
Um, so far with your projects this year, you know, anything give you that feeling for any kind of upcoming projects? Um, yeah, actually, there's a we're in the process of writing more um, and getting that all done. And uh, there's a couple songs on there that just came together so quickly. And, you know, like I was saying before, like with Oxidate, like, it, you know, there's some songs that take forever to record or to even write. And there's some songs that take you write it in like 30 minutes mm -hmm. and you feel like it's the best song you've ever written. And uh, I don't know, there's some cool collaborations, too, for some of this new stuff. That's I don't know, it's an. It's insane how it's all coming together. So hopefully it sounds like we got a couple singles coming out, followed by another EP. Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, possibly. Mm, Who knows? Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Uh, I mean, you as a singer, what what's your favorite, like, uh, you do a lot of, God, how's, what's the best way to explain this? Like, like really like soft you can like hit a high note like really soft like um like you as a singer what's like your favorite place to like take your voice like do you love when you're just have more of like a raggedy edge to it or do you like do you like doing that like soft I i'm not gonna do it because it's gonna be pathetic and then i might have to like erase my face from the internet but like hopefully you're trying to grasp what i'm saying yeah yeah there's a i've i don't know i feel like especially with the last album i played a lot into just where my range can go mm -hmm. So there's there's some songs that I'm singing fairly low yep. or just regular like in my range and then some of it's really high where it's like on the cusp of breaking falsetto mm -hmm. uh versus my my chest voice but I usually like staying in that range like I never really used to do it before and uh I just feel like it has a whole vibe to it. Yeah it does. Um it's a bit harder on my voice. I tend to sing softer anyway and my voice gets wrecked even if I just like if I talk too loud I'm like start to lose my voice so it's pretty sensitive but it, for some reason when I sing in a higher key higher register it saves my voice I mean it sounds great so, I mean whatever you're doing just keep doing it I don't know if you gotta drink more tea or something you. to keep the voice smooth but yeah that's a I, I've heard there's a couple tricks one of them was uh this girl I dated she told me to drink olive oil she's like that'll smooth out your voice olive and, oil like if it's ever feeling yeah and i was like oh that makes sense like pregnant women like rub it on their belly i was just say like, no way she strong. just didn't want any other girls looking at you she's like i gotta fatten this boy up <laughs> well that, that's oil. the thing is so she told that to me me and my friend who's also a singer and we heard two different amounts i just heard olive oil so i don't even know how bottle. much fuck it bottle gone she, she, he, he thought she said half a cup <laughs> Oh. And, uh, so so we both drank half a cup of olive oil threw up and now i have ptsd like anytime i smell it i'm gagged dude. i oh. cannot do that yeah i'm the same way with olives black olives any, any olives in general the first my first experience with black olives i picked them off my pizza yeah. as a kid and and my mm -hmm. dad's like you know you just need to eat those just get it over with they're not bad just you know so i put them i just like ate the whole thing oh no <laughs> straight to the garbage can i've not been the same human since <laughs> yeah and it, if, if you smell it even see it dude if i see olive oil i just i run i'm that way with vodka cranberry it's, now too my... college college <laughs> college ruined those for me Co college will do that to you <laughs> man that's kind of crazy no i would never thought of olive oil like the only thing i thought to like cure a bad throw would be the the uh, salt water warm salt water but that yeah. doesn't sound relevant in this case um but Here's here's the deal. Um, I know we gotta gotta have a quicker episode today, so I'm sorry, everyone. It's gonna be not your normal length episode. Chuck's Chuck's a great husband. He's got a date a date night planned out. We love that. 
Um, Gonna go see Top Gun, baby. Oh, great fucking movie. Let's go. <laughs> I loved it. Okay, th- this is this is a hot take, but I watched the original. And careful. I don't I don't know if I love the original. Like everybody loves it, and I don't know if I love it. We're gonna delete that. We're gonna edit that out. <laughs> I it, it may have just been like the time I could have had like a tummy ache or something. I don't know. Something was right. But, like, something in, so you weren't in the best headspace. It's all right. Everybody yeah, has those days. Yeah, it's like I'm trying to I don't know. I was uncomfy. I have no idea. No, you're right. But, I mean, I think I'm not gonna give any spoilers away. It's 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 a badass movie. I really appreciate what they did. Obviously, you know, it's you know, an obvious a real Navy pilot would say I would take their ass down in a dog fight, but you know, I still really appreciate <laughs> what they were doing and it was really cool. And it's one of those yeah. movies you have to see in theater just because of the whole like cinematic experience to it and Yeah. Yeah, so either way it's 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 really cool. Um I think you'll enjoy cool. it. And you know what? I, I don't, I will never, I've never seen so many dads at the edge of their seat in my entire life. Like everyone who was in their prime when that movie did come out. And like, I'm seeing guys in their forties, like at the edge of their seat, like multiple times throughout the movie. And just knowing now is like, all right, apparently it's a good movie. Everyone who was like in their prime when this came out and they're like, now they're watching it, you know, so many years later, if they're like this into yeah. it, I mean, it's registering on the emotional scale. You know it's good. You know it's good. Yeah. You know it's good. Um, but what I was gonna say here before uh, we can before we wrapped up, um, I apologize about bashing Utah at all. No hard feelings, Utah. If you hear me, um, no I'll trade you. I'll, I'll just say I will trade you. I would love this. I will trade you a show in Seattle for a show in Utah. I'd plan a Utah trip strictly around a show of y'all's if if you can make if you can make it to Seattle. Um, no obligations, but that's the deal. How about that? I think we should be coming to Seattle in September. No shit. End of September, I believe. Well, that's gonna be sick. What, I mean, any ideas? You've been in talks with some venues, or not something you can really. Put uh, on our book, our booking agent is getting something set up with a another band that's out of. Um, I think they're out of L.A. Uh, they're a band called Private Island. Okay. Um, so our booking agent, they have both of us on the on the roster, and so we might do a little package deal, uh, going up the. PNW, oh, that would be possibly Vancouver as well. Oh, really? I've never been. I've only lived in Seattle or the Seattle area since like the end of twenty. Literally three months, four months before the pandemic hit is when I moved out to Washington. So, um, have not been able to get up there yet. But uh, yo, if you guys do come out here, I would love to have yeah. you guys in studio or something. If there's time to make it happen, I would uh, love to yeah. have the whole band in person. I have yet to do an in person episode, and that would that would be a sick opportunity. Let's do it. Dude, let's do it. And I cannot wait for those backstage passes you guys hooked me up with. That's going to be so cool. <laughs> Dude, you're going you're gonna to be in the green room. You're going to be on stage. <laughs> you're <gonna> be... <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'm playing, but, you know, I would I would 100% support that show. And, I, I, you know, I've never been to Utah, like I said. So if I do come to Utah, I would strictly pan it around, making sure I do see a brother show live. Because um, yeah. when I like that many songs, you know, it's just I, I got a Lumineers concert coming up. Always been a huge fan of theirs. And it's going to be the first time I see them. I'm just going to be singing along to every fucking song. And I can't wait. Yeah. But I feel like a show of y'all's would be similar. Um, cool. But wanted to mention quick before we wrap again um, that I wanted to talk about, uh, or just we should talk about that merch page coming out soon on the website. Oh, yeah. And how we're going to get me wearing a t-shirt. Uh, I don't care what the price is. I'm going to buy it. So wh- what's the deal on the merch page? What the people uh, know? Yeah, that's a, that's a bit of an issue of mine is uh, getting stuff sent out. We, we have a pretty big following in uh, South America, which is really cool. How and, how, uh, you get, how how <laughs> ads man they they go out and uh, South America dude, they, people in South America Mexico Brazil they love anything indie rock like damn. they eat it up like really that's like the genre of 
South America. I had no idea. That um, is fascinating news. Yeah, if I mean, if you watch any like the Lollapalooza Brazil I, okay. or any festival down there, I guess. yeah, you watch like the Strokes. Everybody knows yep. every word to the to their songs. Okay. Yeah, it's insane. But yeah, uh, that's part of the reason is shipping out that way is tough. Weird to me. I don't know. I don't know how to do that. So that's fair. We've just been selling stuff at shows. That's cool. Well, I saw it and I was like, damn, I'd pick up a shirt real quick if they had it out there. So I, I didn't know if there's a timeline for that launching on the website, but wanted to make sure uh, I can point people in the direction. You're giving me uh, the energy to do it, so I'll I'll jump Let's in. Get it done. <laughs> all right chuck well it's been it's been awesome having you on uh everyone make sure to check out brother i listen to him on spotify you're gonna be able to hear brother on spotify on audio bistro's uh indie playlists of course they're gonna be on there um but otherwise you know uh plug up plug your pages really quick where, where people should check you out you got the website you got instagram yeah, sick. yeah website brotherofficial.net uh instagram brother.official and check us out on there and you can find everything from either one of those that's awesome well chuck thank you so much for your time i really appreciate y'all coming on supporting the whole band uh everyone give everyone my love love what you guys do and love the music you put out thank you so much thanks so much man